Welcome everybody to the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast, episode number 193. And coming up on this one, the Leafs are on a six-game winning streak after winning back-to-back in Arizona and Vegas. Austin Matthews, he did it, baby. Scores his 50th goal of the season in his hometown in Arizona, and he just keeps on rolling. 52 goals now in 55 games. I mean, what can you say about this cat? The Leafs have new-look lines, and they're getting contributions up and down the lineup, and we got one segment tonight. Just the tip, our favorite segment. All this and more coming up on 193 of the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast. The Maple Leafs are playing their best hockey this season, without a doubt. I would say, Chad, that this team is playing the best regular season hockey we've seen them play since we've been doing this podcast. And we've been doing the podcast for quite a few seasons now. Very impressive all around, and we're going to break it all down right here, right after this. Let's hit the intro. Hey there, all you wonderful people. Welcome to the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Dale. Don't forget, follow us on social media at the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Tip In podcast on TikTok. Tip In pod on Twitter or X. Email us, tippinpodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't do a podcast after Arizona and Vegas because of late games. 10 o'clock starts, man. Holy smokes. Yikes. Like we're, we're doing one now. Yeah, here we are. Friday night, 7 p.m. Ready to roll, ready to roll, ready to roll. And we're going to be ready to roll come the beginning of March because we are going to be going live, baby, after every game. The Tip In Maple Leafs podcast starting to do post-game live streams when the calendar switches over to the month of March. I believe our first live stream will be against the Rangers on March I want to say second, but that not, yeah, I think it is the second Saturday, March 2nd. So anyway, stay tuned for that. Come and join us on YouTube. We'll just be on YouTube live. Come and join us live on YouTube after the games. The audio podcast will still be up on the audio pa- platforms and, you know, and, but if you can't, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be up on YouTube too. Yeah, if you miss it, say, you can stream yeah, it again. You can't catch us live. Just go and tune in at your regular scheduled time, but we will be live, baby. So come join us. Just wanted to get a little plug in there, but for sure. Anything off the top, Chad, or right to it here? No, let's get right to it. Six wins in a row, man, okay? When's the last time this team won six games in a row in the regular season? It's been a while. Can't recall it. <laughs> it's It's been a long time. And not just not just a six-game win streak, like a very convincing six-game oh. win streak. Like when, you, when you're putting up three, four goals in a period on a regular basis, I mean, you're just, you're coming to play. It's so impressive. Like, we're going to get into it all here. It's so impressive. But, yeah, a big win over Vegas last night. Obviously, the more impressive victory on the back second half of back-to-back. Obviously, like, you know, although they haven't played well in Arizona or against Arizona, they finally go into the mullet arena. Shout out. (laughs) And And they get it done, finally. Look, man, like, it's just crazy. Like, six wins in a row, so 12 straight points. They're... You know, bouncing uh, 
up the lineup here uh, again, like potentially, you know, the division is not, I know it's far fetched, but it's not, you know, it's possible. It's, it's possible that they could still win the Atlantic. Like I think the Bruins and the Panthers are only like, you know, six to eight points ahead of them right now. So they're in the ballpark and we'll see what happens. You know, again, I don't want to, I don't want them to play Florida in the first round. It's to me, it's Boston or get the, get the wild card spot, but it looks like they're they're It looks like they're going to, they might blow past the wild card spot. So you're going to be, it's going to be Boston or Florida most likely. Yeah. As of today, Boston's in first with 80 points. They've played 58 games. Florida's in second with 78. They've played 57 games and the Leafs are in third at 72. So there you go. And they've played 56 games. So they have two games in hand and they're eight points out of the division lead. They got a couple games coming up against Bruin and the Bruins at the beginning of March. So, I mean, you win those games and who knows where you're going to be. They've put the, like, they've, Lightning are at 65. So they've given themselves a seven point cushion over the Lightning. And the best is. Just outside of the wild card is the Capitals and the Devils tied at 60. So you now have a 12-point cushion. That's a lot. They were so close to falling out of the playoffs just, what, two weeks ago? And now you got a 12-point cushion. You go on this six-game win streak. I know. It's it's big, man. Like, when you can rack up 12 straight points, it's it's huge. But, yeah, I don't know. So a lot of good things. Like, I'm going to get into it, obviously. But, yeah, so... I don't know. Like, wh- wh- where do you want to go first here? Wh- where do you want to go first? Well, I think we got to start with Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. Yeah. Back to the Arizona game. We yeah. were texting each other at the start of the game. We were texting each other during the first period. We we're, you know, like Willie, do- you were convinced that he was going to get how, his 50th how, goal. Did, did you not think so as well? Like how you could, uh, just, oh, yeah. you could just see it coming. That's- yeah. And then all the guys after the game, like Nyes and Marner talking about how like everyone was thinking it. Marner saying that he he probably would get in, he thought he might get in trouble from Keefe because he was giving up scoring opportunities to try and feed Matthews to get him the fiftieth goal. So yeah, it was going to happen. He knew it was going to happen. You and what just, did what did it take? Five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, five minutes. Buries it on the power play. Nice shot, right yeah. through, like right through. So Vintage yeah, awesome Matthews. And then he gets another one off his shoulder later in the game. Yeah. And then he gets another one, a little special segment later, just the tip stay tuned for that a double shot actually but uh, we'll just do it as one but so he continues to roll and he's now got 52 goals in 55 games i mean how many times can we talk about it like what's uh, who knows where he's gonna <laughs> who knows like it's it's past 60 for sure so he'll be like if, if he stays healthy if he stays healthy which there's no reason to believe that he won't or that he shouldn't so he has six hat tricks so far this season do you think he has another one maybe two Hundred percent hat tricks in him. <laughs> How could you not? Yeah. How could you not? I will be absolutely amazed if he doesn't score another hat trick. The way this guy's putting it, at least one more. Yeah, probably two. He almost probably had. Two. He almost had a hat trick in Arizona. <laughs> there you go. Like it's it is crazy, and I'm not just saying this. Like it's crazy. Like if he gets one in the first period, I'm thinking, well, like he might get three again tonight. Like. Yeah. It's I'm thinking that every time he scores early in a game, I'm like, well, fuck, he might here comes another one. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. dude. It is crazy. Anyway, so two big wins and, and just incredible road trip. They got one more game to go in Colorado on Saturday night before they return home to play Vegas. I think again, I think Vegas is in on Tuesday. I think their first two games back at home are Vegas and Arizona. I don't have the schedule in front of me, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. 
and I had it. I lost it. Anyway, whatever. I think that it is. But anyway. Yeah, it's Vegas Vegas tomorrow. on Tuesday? No, in Colorado on Saturday. Or oh, sorry, in Colorado on Saturday, then Vegas on Tuesday, then they have Arizona Yeah, okay. and the Rangers. So their first game back home after the road trip will be Vegas. That's going to be an interesting one because we know how those puppies go. So yeah. we'll see. Get a win tomorrow night in Colorado. That'll be a very good, entertaining game. Colorado, one of the top teams in the league. Yeah, great team. Should be good to see how that plays out. Now, I would say Riley returns to the lineup, okay? And obviously, you know, they've been playing so well. Okay, so let's back up here for a second. This really all started when he took the when he took the suspension. When he when they that Ottawa game on that Saturday night where Dickhead rips slap takes a slap shot from the hash marks in the empty net, Riley takes his fucking head off, five game suspension. All of a sudden, like light bulb goes on and the way the team has played ever since without Riley and then I'm thinking last night okay he's coming back in Keith's not fucking shuffling the deck much here he's playing on on the third D pair which I liked we can get more into that like don't fuck it up Mo right like you don't want to lose that game but because they've been so hot and they just come out of the gates and they're pounding them for nothing in the first period so I don't know, just impressive, impressive stuff. What do you think of Riley's return and the way the team overall has been playing? The new look lines, if you want to touch on that a bit, because I I really think that there's something, there's a different look happening right here. There's, there's a, a different, total different look. There, there's something going on here. But I'd like to know what you think about it. I think, yeah, going back to the Ottawa game, I think you're right. That's That's where it all started. I don't know if it was the fact that, I think it was, it was actually a bunch of things. I think the the Riley suspension made Keith change up the deep air. I also think the slap shot into the empty net maybe turned a light bulb on for the team. Like, okay, well, we're not gonna like this is, you know, we're not gonna be the fucking joke. Embarrassed. Yeah, yeah we're not gonna be embarrassed. embarrassed also, again. like Tavares and Marner getting sick. All of a sudden, Keith had to put Bobby McMahon in the lineup. Wasn't even supposed to dress. Was, was going to be a healthy scratch. All of a sudden, he's got to play him on the third line. Riley goes out. You have to push Brody to the left side. You switch up your D pairings. All of a sudden, it's probably the best six-man unit we've seen all season. Like it's There's no real stars. No. This is with Riley being out. There's no real no. stars on the team. No. But from one to six, playing the best defensive hockey yet and then all of a sudden you're getting contributions from mcmahon and robertson and you're getting secondary scoring from domi's putting in a few goals but i think the biggest thing is that keith moved Tavares down to the third line yeah and all of a sudden the lines changed he's rolling four lines every every game now and he feels confident in every line and and you're getting contributions from all the lines the fourth line scoring the third line all of a sudden, Bertuzzi looks like a totally different player playing with Nylander and Domi. I don't know. When it's just when, all these little things happened, and it all worked out for them. Dude, like you mentioned off the top, okay, contributions left and right, up and down the lineup. And for me, the way this team is playing now, like I love these line combinations. I know we're coming into the trade deadline and all that, but I love Domi with, with Bertuzzi and, and Nylander. The top line obviously is the top line. But JT with McMahon and Robertson, love it. McMahon yes. is putting up points every night. And then we got a game like last night in Vegas where like even Reeves is like, he's still a step behind, but he's not. He doesn't look anywhere nearly as detrimental to the team as he did at the beginning of the season, right? Yeah. So 
but with camp, like his goal last night was freaking awesome. Driving the front of the net overdue for a goal, 2.4 mil for camp. I still don't love that, but nice goal. And then Holmberg, this guy, he looks good. Oh my God. Like that's the goal scorer's goal. Like just roosts at top shelf, drive the front of the net. No, not even thinking about passing it. Like he's going top shelf all day long and he just finds a spot and yeah, goalie went down a little early, but he tucked it right up top, man. Like it was a nice fucking goal. Yeah. And Holmberg's another guy where it's like under, he's only making $800,000. He signed a two year deal for this year and next year, an absolute steal. It looks like this guy's just continuing to get better. And I don't know. I like, you know, like that's the thing. Like they make a deal for a forward or something like that. And then who, who comes out? Like, is it, I don't really want Holmberg coming out. Like maybe it Robert, it would be Robertson, but I don't know. Maybe they don't end up making well, a deal. For I mean, if they're not going to trade their first round pick, they don't have a second round pick and you're not going to trade any of your prospects more than right. likely. It would be a player off the roster going out. Yeah. Going out. So that would potentially free up the roster spot. Potentially Robertson, but I don't but, know if you, you know what, yeah. man? Like we were talking about the last podcast, how the, the East is kind of wide open and, do you really want to give anything up? Like, do you really want to give a guy that you have under contract only making $800,000 for a couple of years that you know what you're getting out of him? Do you really want to give that up? What if they just maybe, maybe get some depth at the trade deadline and just take this in and go? I think I'd be fine with that. Like, let's you know, see. If you don't win, you didn't really, you didn't give anything away. But if you do win. I agree. I, I I would go more debt like the way the team's been playing. I don't know if they can ma- maintain this, but if they have found something here and they can maintain this, why would you want to fuck with it? The Panthers last year made one deal at the trade deadline. The Vegas Golden Knights last year made one deal at the trade and deadline. Minor moves, minor members, moves. And the Bruins made a whole bunch. And kind of fuck with the, the chemistry a little bit, maybe. Yeah, maybe you don't fuck with the chemistry if if it's clicking like this. If it was, if it looked like it did three weeks ago, I everyone was all over making a deal, doing something. But I oh. think depth. I think depth moves though. Like so, something yeah. that you can you can give up not a lot and get. They they're going to need some depth. They're going they're going to maybe maybe you don't go big fish hunting there, but maybe you get a, a Labushkin. Maybe that's even too exactly. Much. But somebody like you bring Labushkin back or somebody like that who's only making like two and a half or something like that, like not a crazy price tag who could help you, a depth guy. Like they yeah. need someone to play with Riley, right? Exactly. Like if you could get last year, you went and got Luke Shen to play with Riley. If and Riley get, played the best hockey he's ever played. So if you just don't mess things up and you go and do something like that, I'd be okay with it. And just, just go with this. Like, I don't know if they need to trade Robertson or trade a first round pick and go out and get someone. I know we'd all love to see, you know, certain people on this team that are available. But if you go in like this and you build the chemistry together and you play the next two months and the team just gets closer and they know each other and they're, you know, they trust each other, go into the playoffs like that. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not opposed to it. Like, I mean, what what I've seen here, like I still would like to see them be a little more physical, especially because yes. like we believe the East but you can, goes through the Florida Panthers. You can but, get you can get that through depth. You could like, I mean, maybe you're going to have like Gregor finds his finds himself being the odd man out. Now Reeves, like I, if they don't, okay. Through depth. Yes. But if they don't make a deal like that, like I think you might have to play Reeves in the playoffs just to have that element there in case something goes like, you know, Kachuk decides he wants to, you you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. 
it's it's tough but i know anyway. and i'm i'm okay the reeves has played good enough the last little bit that i'm okay if he plays like this it's just you can't you can't ask more out of Reeves. Like with Gregor, if there's an injury in the game, Gregor can hop up and play third line wing. I'm not too confident in Ryan Reeves jumping up and playing third no, line oh, wing no, if, no, if no, no. things happen in a playoff game. No, no, for sure. Same with Holmberg, right? Like Holmberg could jump up, he could jump all the way up to the top line. He's been on the top line. No, you can't definitely. do you can't get that from Ryan Reeves. That's the only downfall of Ryan Reeves being in the line. For sure. And what you were just touching on Robertson quickly there. Like if they traded a guy like Robertson away. I guess I would understand it, but he's finally having a healthy season. To me, he is an NHL player, but yeah. he, he is where he is. He's a he third is, line winger. He to me, he does strike me as the type of guy that just because he's got the touch, he the guy can score you a lot of goals like he did in junior. And like for me, he's the perfect kind of guy that could potentially score this team a very timely goal in the playoffs. Like maybe he's not having a great game or he's not around or or whatever, but he's got the touch to bury it. All of a sudden he scores you a big OT winner. He's got a little Nikolai Borshevsky. hundred percent, hundred, hundred percent. Great comparison there. Yeah, Um, I I agree. I'm and, and Robertson finally, finally Robertson it's second PP, but he's getting power play time with Bobby McMahon. Also, McMahon just putting more more on McMahon. Did did someone like take the chains off Shelton Keefe? What happened? I know. Like, like did finally Tree Living say, you know what, you do whatever you want? Because maybe all of a sudden Keefe is doing things that fans have been telling him to do for months. Gotta spread it out, man. You gotta spread spread it out. out. That's what it's all about. Spreading it out. You can't see if you don't spread it out, dude. He. I love this. Like he's spreading it out. Like I, I, again, like I can't recall the top four lines and the three D pairs, like just every single one of them contributing in a major way. He's just rolling all four lines and like, I know. okay, next one up, go like, and, exp- and it's, and it's working like yeah. every, I think the guys on overdrive or whatever, if somebody was saying that like everybody on that team right now feels important. Did you hear that? Uh, I didn't hear that. But that is, that's absolutely, I've heard that before from like Stanley Cup winning. Never, never heard about this team. No, never I've never heard, heard about this team, but I have heard like in interviews on Stanley Cup winning teams. That's, that's what they say is like a good coach makes everybody on the team feel important. Like you're not going to, you're not only going to play nine minutes, but your nine minutes mean a lot to this team. Dude, the D feel good about themselves. Every single line, like JT's putting it in guys on the fourth line are putting it in. Yeah. McMahon's putting it in. Like, the second line's contributing. Like everybody's doing something. Everybody, Marner's. A, oh, I think he got sixteen assists in the last ten games. I know, or thirteen or something. Or and I took it. so much shit like three, four weeks ago when I said when we were debating the second best player on the team, and I was like, "It's Marner's better than Nylander," and people are like, "You're fucking crazy." I don't know. I mean, it's I don't. He's just right now, he's out of his mind the way he's playing. And he like, I, he's a big reason why Austin Matthews has 50 goals oh, or over 50 goals. Huge reason. Of course. Absolutely. Not. But also, I just wanted to say quickly on the on the lines with JT, it is so important that the captain of your team isn't being a pussy about this. Like oh. a lot of guys that have never, ever been lower than a second line getting put. Like he, this guy's been a superstar his entire life. And all of a sudden he's a third line center. He could be moping. He could be dogging it out there. No, 
not this guy, man. Like, I what does that show to the team? He gets out there, he's winning draws, he's hustling, he's trying. Yeah. It's awesome. Take, take, taken off of the first. I don't know if you just said that. Taking yeah, off taking the off the first PP. I didn't, um, but yeah, you're right. So, like, he did. He he did play on it at times last night, but he for the most part has been taken off it. But but what at does this it show to the other guys on the well, team? I, I was going to say, Chad. Like at this point in in his career, I think he just wants to fucking win. Like yeah. just win. Like is it going to matter if you're riding third line center to the East Final or to the Cup Final and get like I don't who gives a fuck? I don't give a fuck if I'm playing 15 minutes a night on the third line and I win. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I just want captain. Win. He's the captain. He's the first guy called to get the cup. If they win, just win baby, just fucking win. Like Absolutely. first line, 20 minutes a night, whatever, 15 minutes a night. It doesn't matter at this point. It should be like, and that's what I'm hoping this is. That's why I think that I think that there's something, I think there's a recipe for success here. Cause I haven't said that much. I haven't seen a recipe for success here. The way this play, this team has played. And I know it's a small sample size. I get it, but, but if you feel this, it. You feel it. Well, this is it. They finally have, like, don't go fucking nuts here, Sheldon, with, like, if you lose a game, you go back to the old ways. I would fucking ride this. I would, I would just ride it. Like, 100%. The way it is right now, I would ride it. May, maybe when Giordano's ready to come back, you play Giordano with Riley. Okay? Something like that. Yeah. But, like, I'm not fucking with this, really. I'm going to build some chemistry. That's the thing that Keith is, like, he always will tinker and tinker and i don't mind that to an extent but how about for once you just i like the way this has looked yeah just go just go but like it, just go you yeah you're right he tinkers but he doesn't tinker also like he would always fall back into the same old ways same guys on the power play unit same lineups he would tinker a bit but this is this is like major tinkering like, how about when you're down a goal like when they're not going to win every game how about when you're down late in the game you don't load up the three big boys you just play the third or the fourth line like you have had success success with recently and you like i would like to see the next man up yeah. mentality or next line over the boards like no matter what the score is you're going will yeah. keith will keith do that i'm skeptical but anyway, it's a trust it, thing right like you're saying you just want him to show a little more trust in bobby mcmahon nick robertson holmberg these guys, the secondary scoring they're, guys, they're earning it. Are they not? They are earning it, but he's always Keith has always had a tendency to, like you say, the second you're not doing that anymore, you're done. Yeah. And I'm going back to loading up the top line and doing this. So we will see. We will we see will. what happens if he rides it. We'll see what happens if they go on a little skid and they lose three in a row, what he does. But I'm with you. Let's ride this out. Let's see how it does. Tomorrow night against Colorado. That'll be a big test. It will be an awesome. You can test. roll four lines against Colorado on a regular basis. You got a pretty strong team. 100%. But it, for the first time, really, that I can say, like, we've watched this team during the regular season and they've had flashes of, of greatness and whatever, but we've never really it been didn't like, last. no, we, we've never really been like, well, the, like, we've never really been like, we think they can really win it. And I mean, like, win the whole thing with the way they played well this all of a sudden looks like it just looks like something different something we haven't seen before the big guys are still the big guys but now you know Holmberg McMahon like it's other guys like finally don't yeah. cooking if Bertuzzi can start finding it like it, then all of a sudden like I, I think I think like Simone Benoit <laughs> our boy. It, hey, you find these guys, right? Like Simone Benoit came out of nowhere. He's been incredible. He now now yeah. he's 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 cemented he, himself in the top four defense on the Toronto Maple. They can't take him out of the lineup now. He's what? become McCabe's like you know 
And he's McCabe's partner. You can't take well, him away. Look how well McCabe's played. That's how what much, I'm saying. How, how much of that do you think has to do with because he's playing with Benoit? I can't even believe I'm saying that. Uh, yeah, it's it's so true. It's so true. Anyway, let's go to the segment because we got two. We got a double. Oh, yeah. Just, are we doing just the tip? Oh, yeah. We only got one segment. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our favorite segment on this show. Just the tip. Perhaps play a little game called just the tip. Just for a second. Just to see how it feels. How about we play a little game called Just the Tip? All right. If you are unfamiliar with this show and you're just tuning in for the first time, well, first of all, welcome. welcome. Second of all, we love a good tip in. Not only do we love a good tip in, we get hard for good tip ins. How could you not? No. The greatest play in the history of professional sports, not just yeah. hockey, the greatest play in the history of professional sports. We're talking about a beautiful tip in and yeah. who gets us started in the Arizona game. The first goal of the game, he's got his shaft, right? <laughs> he's got, he's got a hard grip on his shaft, but his blade is right on the ice. And well, I don't know if he's a first timer here. He might be, but, you know everything is cooking for this guy when he's starting to not just put the puck in the net, but he's tipping the net of the puck in the net. And this was a bullet. I'm talking about our boy Bobby McMahon. Oh, what an absolutely vicious, <laughs> vicious tipping. Oh man, it was a bullet. It was a bullet. Gets yeah. the gets the scoring going in Arizona. Aggressive. Very aggressive tip. And our because of the way he's been playing, violent, su surprised, can't really be surprised by that. No, I mean, your confidence has to be sky high if oh, you want to try and pull off like a that. tip like that. Oh, my God. Dude. Most guys try to be soft because the last thing you want to do is go for a tip and miss. You never want to miss with the tip because no. you only get one chance. When you're rock hard like that, though, chances are you're not going to miss. He was violent and aggressive and. But he, he got it. It was a beautiful tip. It actually yeah. was a beautiful. It tip. was incredible. Top shelf. Like he got his blade right on it. His hand. I don't know. Was it on the ice? I don't think his blade was on the ice. His blade might have been a bit. Okay. His I think it was a bit off the ice. His hands were cemented on his shaft. Okay? Oh, he like, had a grip. He had a good grip on his shaft. And yeah, you're right. The blade. I didn't go. I was going to go watch it back. And I, but I, I didn't. I forgot to, but like, I think you're right. The blade might've been a bit off the ice. So that makes it even more yeah, incredible. Anyway, welcome to the club, Bobby McMahon. Hopefully the first of many tips because it was awesome. Love Beauty. to see that. And then we go to the Vegas game with a double shot here. Late in the game, we're thinking 34, maybe not his night because everybody else was contributing and whatever. And all of a sudden... <laughs> Austin Matthews makes a little drop pass at the blue line to Pontus Holmberg and Ooh. Holmberg just finds him going to the net. And what an absolutely incredible tip in. This was like laser focused. Yeah. Th th this was the only, this was a type of tip in that uh, looked like a guy that just scored 50 fucking goals. Okay. Like that's what it, it takes to tip it in like that. He was just like, yeah, right here, like right here, but put it right here, dropped it back. You, if you look closely, you can almost hear, you can't, see what he's saying for sure but he's saying when he dropped it back to homeberg i'm pretty sure he said to him but just just the tip here okay just the tip all right yeah. thank you oh, he did. just the tip he walked over to them at the face-off circle and just whispered in his ear you know what it is just the tip <laughs> just, just the tip. tip 
<laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was an incredible play too. Like, yeah, it just, was. It, it was fucking fast too. Like, boom, boom. It's in the back of the net. Not as like a little softer. softer. A little softer. 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 Like you say, sure. that's a guy who's. I mean, he's seen the tip many times. Dude, incredible. So there's a double shot. So again, 52 goals in 55 games for Matthews and his 52nd goal of the season just so happened to be a tip-in. Love to see it from the mustache. And the, oh my God, we got a double mustache here too because I forgot our boy, little Bobby McMahon. He's got a nice little muzzy cooking too. So a double shot of just the tip, a double shot of mustaches. What else can you say? (laughs) What else can you say here, man? Just incredible. There you go, boys. Hopefully more tip-ins to come because, like I said, off the top, the greatest play in the history of professional sports. Yeah. Beautiful tip-ins. Now listen to this, folks. Listen, this is a crazy stat. They said on the game last night that Austin Matthews, not only does he have 52 goals, he also leads the league with 15 posts. Did you hear them say that? I did, yeah. So what if half those go in? Yeah, think about that for a second. Think about that for a second. He's at 52. If all of those go in, then he's at 67 right now. It's crazy. Could you imagine being at 67 goals? No, but like you you said, if half of them go in, then he's at 60. And he's got 10 to go with a month and a half to get 70. Like, then we'd be talking, we'd be talking 80. 80. Yeah, 80. Which is just crazy. Do you think it do you think 80 is completely like beyond like no chance? Okay, so what do they have? 23 games left? Give they or have take. I'm not 20 exactly and sure. change left. Yeah. So he'd have to go 32 or no 28 goals. Yeah, he's at 53. Yeah, yeah. so he would need 20. No, 52. 52. Oh, he's at tw- 52. So yeah, he'd need 28 goals in about 23 games. Not crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's not it crazy. Sounds, it sounds it, but it's not. It's not. It's oh, probably no, sorry. twenty-six. They have twenty-six games left. Well, that sounds even. So, so that's twenty-eight goals in twenty-six games. Yeah, just that's a goal a game. Fifty-five. Yeah, his pace right now. He's scoring at a like he's a point nine nine. So he's basically a goal a game, which is right. So if he keeps that, yeah, man, he could. <laughs> He could get close. That's that's the thing. We were talking about the lineup changes and everything. That's the argument for for you know going out and getting something else is because Austin, you don't want to piss away a guy having a season like oh, 100%. like you don't want to get into the first round and then he scores like mad, but the team still loses because you get nothing from everybody else. But if it if they play like this. And you have the best goal scorer in the league on your team, William Nylander having a career year, and Mitch Marner playing out of his mind. You might have you might have a good recipe going into the playoffs, but yeah, that would be yeah. the argument to pumping up the third and fourth line with some actual talent, like some big name talent. Is that you? You're like, well, we don't we don't want to piss away a seventy goal season. I I understand that. But like you've said in previous podcasts, we've seen that before. I know yeah, Austin, I'm not saying do it, but I'm saying that that would be somebody's argument in doing it. Like the year, the year that he scored 60 goals, they beefed up and it didn't work. Like you previously have said, and that was only a couple of years ago. So it was two years ago, right? So yeah. 
I mean, but he also can't like he didn't score a goal in the Florida series. Right. He That's can't not, do he can't not, do that. Not acceptable. No, completely no. unacceptable. So, to, so it's me, on it's on him too. Like I'm down with helping these guys out with bringing some pieces in. Like I'm not going nuts here trading away prospects prospects and and picks, but like but like we kind of touched on off the top just before we get out of here like sure, I would I think I I like the way this team looks right now. It's just the way they're playing. It looks like they might have finally found something. So I'm not going to yeah. fuck with that. Really, not right now. But yeah, do they need some depth? If you want to go on a long run, you always need some depth. But like I said off the top, Florida made one minor move at the deadline last year. Vegas, one minor move. So I don't know. Like, do I want to see them do something? Yes. But do I want to see them go like blow the doors off with like all their picks and all the prospects? Not really. Like, if they're going to win, if they're going to win, whoever they bring in probably isn't going to be that much of a contributor to it. Will they help? Potentially. But if they're going to win, they, they're going to win with these guys. This exactly. is Exactly. These guys will either finally figure it out or they won't. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Going out and getting a third line center or a right, like a Labushkin or a right-handed defenseman to play with Morgan Riley in the end is not going to make a hell of a difference. No. If Matthews, Marner, Nylander don't show up, and play in the playoff. Those are the guys that are taking you it, or you're, or else you're not going. That's it. Like, so I don't give you, a shit if it's Tanev or who, who the fuck it is. If, if your if, third and fourth line are playing like this, there's no reason to make a trade. No, there's because not. Because all they are is they're just an accompaniment to the top guys. For sure. 100%. Yeah. All right. Last thing I'm going to say, and then we'll get yeah, out of here. Joseph Wall assigned to the Toronto Marlies this weekend on a conditioning stint. Is he so play, he, he's playing tonight. He's, I I don't know. I think he. I think his first game is tomorrow. I believe. Oh, okay. I, I saw he was. Plays. I saw a video. He was on the ice. Like, oh, maybe he is. I could be wrong. I'm gonna check when we're done here. I'm gonna go and, and fire it on and see if he is playing. I thought that he got. He was getting the start tomorrow, but maybe he is playing right now. I'm not sure. I'm gonna go find out. Anyway, nonetheless, the Marlies tweeted it. Is he playing or no? No, I don't know if he's playing. They just tweeted him like pregame, like out on the ice. Yeah, yeah. But he could be um, backing up. Yep. Yeah. So either way. Like they play tomorrow. I, I'm not sure if he gets that game or tonight, or I, I'm not sure, but he's there going to be playing games and he'll be back up probably pretty soon. So should be interesting to see how he plays with the Marlies, how he looks and ultimately. And that'll give do. us more to talk about. Yeah. What are they going to do with the, with the three goalies? And we'll look at that because you don't want to lose Martin Jones. Not after no. what he's given you. Well, no, you got to you, you got to just keep three goalies at this point, right? Like you got to just find a spot to keep three on the roster. Yep. That's what I would do. Well, what, like, I mean, you yeah. cannot put him on waivers. You cannot do it. Not in fucking the at right before the trade deadline. You're going to put Jones on waivers. That's in, that's no, not with the way he's played either. No, can't do it. There are so much. There's like I can name you like four teams right now in the East who would pick him up. In oh, first. in a fucking second, man. Like and teams that are chasing you in the playoff race. So yeah, no, you cannot I wouldn't do, do it. it. You have to either fake an injury and put him on IR. Well, seriously, like you just make. I'm up pretty that. sure that's illegal. Well, like I'm pretty sure you can't just make up. Make I don't up think they're injury. coming in looking at groins through like what do you call those things? What are the magnifying glasses? Although they might be. Bet Jerry Batman might be, but you know what I mean. I don't think they're they're looking at groins through. What's that thing that glasses? that they use to look in your ear? I don't know what that's called. I don't they know. need one of those for the groin. Well, that gets a well. I don't. Okay, let's let's. Anyway, they got to find a way to keep three goalies. We'll leave it on that. We'll be back after the Colorado guys. We'll be back sometime before the end of the weekend to break down the Colorado game. 
yeah. Anyway, for the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast, don't forget, once again, follow us on social media at the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, Tip in Podcast on TikTok, Tip in Pod on Twitter. Email us, Tip in Podcast at gmail.com. Listen to us wherever you get your podcast. If you can, leave a review, leave a comment on there because it helps with the algorithm when people are searching for Maple Leaf podcasts on the audio side of things. And until next time, I'm Chad. I'm Dale. And we will. Hey, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Please like this video on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Really helps us out. Go Leafs, go. Keep a close eye on those groins all weekend long. Keep a close eye on those groins, and we will catch you later. Catch you later.